this is Lex Talk, episode two of the DRX Post Worlds Legacy episodes. Today we're going to be looking at the DRX jungler Pyoshik, who has spent his entire career on DRX. We're going to be looking at comparing Pyoshik with a couple of his, you know, peer group, the other junglers who've played at comparable levels for similar era started their careers around the same time, kind of just his rivals during his period. And then we're going to also compare him to a couple of you know historical junglers who had fairly similar career arcs. And we're going to kind of narrow in on where we think Pyoshik's legacy is as a jungler, as a player in the history of the region. So we're going to start off with 2020. So Pyoshik was a rookie in 2020 on DRX. This was the season with Doran as the top laner. Pyoshik himself was the jungler as a rookie. Chovy was the mid laner off his time at Griffin. You have Deft at AD Carry, the legend himself. And you have Caria, who is another, or another uh, rookie in support. Caria uh, was probably the more hyped rookie out of the two. I do recall hearing a lot of hype about him as a potential shot caller, a super prodigy, super talented solo queue player. Uh, Pyoshik had a lot less hype coming in. He wasn't heralded as some kind of superstar, but he was scouted by CV Max, who, you know, seems to have a pretty good resume as far as scouting players in general. So there was a lot of faith that he would develop as a player. Now, Pyoshik is considered to be one of the carry junglers. So um, generally with the LCK, many of the junglers are supportive, vision-based junglers. A lot of them focus on pathing, setting up their lanes. Pioshik is more of a player who carries from the jungle. So makes big plays, team fights, plays, you know, probably his best ch champions are his Kindred, his Olaf, his Lee Sin, and his Viego. Uh, we saw a little bit of that in worlds this year where he was able to pop off on a couple of those champions now Pioshik had quite a bit of success early on it actually almost tapered down the further he went right so his very first split he plays in 2020 spring on drx they're a contending team right away they go 14 and 4 they're third in the regular season and they also end up being third place in playoffs in the uh, 2020 summer season, the team ends up a little bit better. They go 15-3. and three. They have a fantastic record for a second-place team, but they're not able to keep up with Damwon, who went 16-2 and won the season. Uh, in the summer split, they were able to make the finals before getting uh, pounded pretty badly by Damwon in the finals. Primarily, a lot of that was just the top lane gap between Doran and Nogari. Um, but... I mean, again, when you're against somebody like Canyon, who's one of the best junglers of all time, if not the best jungler of all time, kind of hard to beat him. So, especially as a rookie. So they do make the finals. They end up coming into Worlds as the two seed from Korea. Now, this is the period where the LCK is considered to be a lot less dominant than it used to be. Uh, the reigning world champions are, of course, FPX. Uh, IG won the Worlds prior to that, so this is during the championship drought of the LCK. So really, Dom Juan was the big contender from the LCK. Um, 
a lot of people did kind of consider DRX to be a bit of a paper tiger where their record was pretty good. You know, they went 29 and 7 um, when you combine their best of three record across the split. Had a third place and a second place finish. But ultimately, they weren't considered to be like a super world beater team. Just very talented. Mostly Chovy and Deft and Caria were the hyped up players. Uh, Doran and Pioshik were like kind of afterthoughts. Um, with Pioshik, I did feel that in the LCK, he was probably like in the third or fourth place range as far as junglers. I did give him an A minus on the season. He was kind of like an A minus B plus level player as a rookie, which is very, very good for a rookie player. Mostly he was overshadowed by Caria though. And, you know, when, when your team is as laden with stars as Chovy and Deft and Caria, you are going to kind of look like a disappointment unless you're a total world-class player. So, even though I do feel that Pioshik had a very good rookie season, when you're on a team at that level, the expectations and the bar for the expectations are set so high that it's kind of hard to actually meet those expectations. So they have a very good year. They make it to Worlds. Uh, they get beat in the round of eight by uh, Damwon. I think it was a 3-0, just like the finals. So they get beat by Damwon in the quarterfinals. Damwon goes on to win the whole tournament, so no disrespect there. They did lose to Top in the group stage, but they were kind of expected to. Top Esports was considered to be one of the best teams in the world at that time and kind of joint favorites to win the whole thing with Damwon. So they did only really lose to like the best teams in the world. Now, 2021, a little bit different. Chovy and Deft and Caria all leave. The rest of the roster, uh, oh, and Doran left. He gets replaced by Kingen, so it's not really a downgrade. If anything, Kingen was probably a better player. Now, the other positions get filled in by a bunch of rookies. None of those rookies perform particularly well. In the spring season, Pioshik is kind of a sleeper MVP candidate. He's one of the best junglers in the entire league. Team goes 9-9, nine and nine, even though Pioshik is firing off on all cylinders, but the rest of the roster is pretty awful. So they get fifth seed going 9-9, nine and nine, get banged out in the first round of T1. Pioshik ends up being the second team all-pro jungler that split, so he definitely performed at a very high level, but unfortunately couldn't really cut it as a team because the rest of the roster was just too weak around them and they kind of seemed a little bit disjointed most of the season. Now we go into the summer season and it got referenced a lot at Worlds. Basically, this is one of the worst splits ever. Uh, DRX goes 2-16. and 16. Again, mostly just the new players. They're rotating in a different set of rookies. Um, the support changes, I think, three times. None of these guys are even worth mentioning. None of them have done anything in that season or since then. It's really just the Pioshik and Kingen show. Uh, Pioshik, again, performing quite well, but his team is just awful. So they end up in 10th place, last in this season, and don't qualify for Worlds. Again, in 2021, between the two splits, when you average them out, I do still feel like Pioshik was a very good jungler. I had him in like the 4-6 to six best jungler range in the LCK, which means that he was ranked a little bit lower than he was in the prior year, but most of that was actually just that the LCK jungle was a little bit stronger in 2021 than it was in 2020, where Canyon and Clid were just far and above the best junglers. Uh, in 2021, you had Peanut returning to form. 
Uh, Dread had a very good season, who's also one of Piochik's contemporaries. Uh, you get Owner into the league. So Owner and Croco are rookies. Uh, they come up, they're both very strong. So I would say, you know, Canyon, Peanut, definitely better than Piochik over the course of the year. Dread, um, I would say it was better most of the year as well. He had a pretty solid season on Africa, or I think they might have been Kongdu already at that point. Or Kwangdong, sorry. Um, as far as Clid, I would say Clid was probably better overall. They were pretty comparable in the spring season and then in the summer season, again, pretty comparable. Owner's a little bit more questionable because he just showed up halfway through and he was very good, but you know, you only have half the season for your body of work and you are on a very strong team. So junglers are gonna look a lot better with strong teammates. It's one of the most like one of the most teammate dependent positions because ultimately if you don't have a team, like you just can't get going as a jungler, they just live in your jungle and kill you, right? So I give Piocha kind of the nod over owner, but I can see the argument for either. And Croco, very strong rookie, but I do think that Piochik was definitively better. So pretty well anywhere in that range. Outside of Canyon, who was way, way better. If you thought that Piochik was somewhere between two and six, you probably weren't wrong. I had him as fifth overall in the LCK for that season. And I gave him another A-. minus. I think that he wasn't any worse than he was in the previous year. He mostly just had weaker teammates. So pretty comparable performance to his rookie season. Now in 2022 for this year, again, uh, you know, Piochik had a pretty strong season overall. The team was, you know, a little bit above average. They were a pretty solid playoff team in the spring going 11 and 7. They finished in fourth place and then they got knocked out in the first round against uh, Kwangdong Freaks. And then in the summer season, 9 and 9, kind of just crawled into the playoffs. They only really qualified because the 7 through 10 seeds in the LCK were pretty weak. It was pretty top-heavy season where Gen G and T1 smashed everybody. Sandbox was very solid overall. And then Dom1, KT, and DRX, none of them had crazy records. DRX definitely looked at the weakest playoff team, though. And they kind of demonstrated that when they got beat by Sandbox in the first round. So two first-round playoff exits. At least they still made the playoffs, ultimately. Again, I did think that Pioshik was pretty solid. I do also think that the LCK, it did a, it was very top-heavy and the Gen G and T1 were excellent. But after that, I think it was a pretty competitive split for like the three through six range. I don't think it's a super bad performance to be the sixth seed in a season like this where there's quite a few pretty solid teams in the LCK. Uh, KT, D, uh, Dom1, DRX... Sandbox. They all kind of had their moments where they were very good. Uh, DRX makes it to the qualifiers, makes it through the regional gauntlet, beating out KT and Sandbox in best of fives to qualify. And then, of course, you know, has a fantastic season, making it through the play-ins, five and zero, winning their group against Top Esports, where Pioshik faces off against, you know, Malrong, who you know, is a LCK transfer there into Europe who made both European finals, plays against the reigning MVP of the LPL in Tian, makes it to the next round, plays off against JJ, who's a reigning world champion, could have been the finals MVP of 2021 Worlds, so definitely not a slouch there. 
Next round, he plays off against Peanut, four-time LCK champion, MSI Finals MVP from 2017, and just all around one of the greatest junglers ever from the LCK. And of course, in the finals, he plays off against Owner and ends up winning the championship. Now, Pyoshik definitely did get a lot of criticism in the finals for missed smites. I think that his objective control was pretty awful in the whole series. He had a great performance against Peanut, actually. He kind of outclassed and embarrassed Peanut through most of the semifinals, which was pretty awesome. It was very exciting to see that. But ultimately, the finals was a little bit weird because as a player, he performed pretty well overall. Uh, if you look at it, you know, his kill participation, his performance in team fights, uh, pretty much all of his ganks were pretty good as well. But as a jungler, kind of a poor performance because ultimately a huge part of your role as a jungler is securing neutral objectives, killing jungle monsters, securing Rift Herald, Dragon, Baron. And he did a pretty bad job of that. Like they missed a lot of smites. I believe that T1 ended up with five steals in total. If those steals never happen, I think that DRX walks to a pretty clean 3-1 in the finals. But they had two Barons stolen in one game. I believe that was game three, where they ultimately ended up losing that one to be put onto match point against T1. Ultimately, they clutched it out after you know, a fantastic uh, Aatrox and Maokai performance with Kingen and Pyoshik. So all in all, I do think the finals was pretty good performance for him as a player but again objective control is super important I do think that he did fail in his duty as a jungler you could tell in games four and five that he was just afraid to even contest the Baron and Dragon against Owner and Gumayushi just because of how many times he had actually failed in the series he definitely felt like a liability on the objective control end but on as far as team fighting went and general ganking he did actually do quite well now, for his legacy, you know, looking back on the last three years, uh, again, in 2022, I ended up giving him an A- as well. So he's got three years where I've rated him as an A- overall. Generally been in the upper middle tier in the LCK. Uh, never really in contention for the best jungler. I think Canyon's kind of just completely blocked him during that time period. But he did have a couple of periods where he was as good as the second best jungler and never really worse than maybe sixth in the LCK. I think he's been pretty, pretty strong overall. One of the better junglers in the league each year. And jungle's a pretty solid position for the LCK anyway. As far as his contemporaries go, I think his closest peers are probably... Uh, Dread will be the first one I'll look at. And... Let's just get into Dread first. Actually, we'll go to the others. So Dread, 2019 rookie. So these two, um, so Dread started his career a little bit before him. Basically the entire time I've had them pretty much neck and neck, like A minus, B plus level junglers for the last three years. Team success, pretty comparable outside of the fact that DRX made the finals on one of those splits. Like outside of 2020 where DRX is just a much better team. Um, Dread's rosters have had pretty comparable success. They've both been middle of the pack, upper middle of the pack most of the time. They've each had, you know, one really bad season. I think they've been pretty comparable players pretty well the whole time, but I would give the edge to Pioshik, mostly based on that he did have that nice peak in 2021 spring where he was the all-pro second-team jungler. He also was very strong in 2020. 
but Dredd is probably the closest comparison as far as a player for Pioshek to, to look at within the league during the same time period. The next one I would look at is probably Owner. Owner's had a better team, clearly. He did show up in 2021. I think they were pretty comparable in 2021. Owner had a very strong world's performance. And then in 2022, Owner was very, very good most of the year. I think he was better than Pioshek for pretty well the whole year, barring worlds. Um, in the finals, the comparison gets a little bit weird because it wasn't even Owner who was doing most of these steals. Owner got one of them that he shouldn't have gotten when he flashed into the Baron pit. Um, or, or actually just walked into the Baron pit mostly after he was as year ulted by the Silas. In, I think that was game three, where they stole both Barons. But I kind of felt like Pioshek mostly had Owner on the back foot for a large part of the series. They were pretty comparable. I'd still probably give Owner the edge for 2022, but it was pretty tight. Now, it's a little bit different when you're comparing players who have very strong like rosters versus players with weaker rosters, but I do kind of think those players are kind of pretty similar players overall, right? They're both mechanically very strong. Neither of them is considered to be a particularly brilliant jungler as far as pathing is concerned. They don't have that, you know, efficient pathing, efficient vision setups, but they're both mechanically strong. Both have very high carry potential and both are pretty young players overall. So I do think the comparison definitely stands. Now, as far as a historical comparison, I would say that the two players that come to mind are probably Haru and Blank. Now, Haru is probably the closer one. And I do find that there are some similarities between this year's DRX and the World Championship uh, Samsung lineup. So Haru was a very strong mechanical jungler, just like Pyoshik. Um, very strong when he showed up. In 2017 spring, he was actually crushing mostly um, in that 14-4 and run by Samsung. In 2017 spring, they were a very good team overall. Crown was the MVP of the league. Haru was a monster carry jungler. Ambition hardly played that season for that split. But ultimately, Haru kind of lacked the things that Ambition gave the team, which was the shot calling, leadership, the intelligent pathing. Haru was just a pure mechanical player. And I think that Pioshik's kind of like that as well. Uh, when you watch the World Finals in particular... You kind of see the same issues as to why Haru was benched for Ambition, where you're looking at this player, he's got great mechanics, performing very well in team fights, can gank really well, and then makes a couple of boneheaded decisions, throws games. You just want that veteran leader, not worried about the mechanics, just somebody who's reliable, and that's where Ambition came in. And that's how they ended up winning their world championship. Now, I do think that with DRX, I was kind of waiting for them to put in Juhan. For a large part of that finals. Now, the difference in this case, and I think this is probably the only reason it never really happened, unlike in the regional gauntlet where they did put in Juan, is that that's, that's not the reliable jungler you need. Juhan's also a very young player. Had DRX had a player like Ambition or Bangi on the bench, I do think he would have been subbed out in the finals after those you know, pretty atrocious objective misses. And that's why I think that Haru and Blank are probably the closest comparisons, right? So Haru never won 
and LCK title. He had some pretty strong mechanical performances, had a very high high in 2017 spring, much like Pioshik's 2021 spring performance. As far as Blank, kind of the same thing. I think Blank did have a quite a few highs. He was a more mechanically gifted player than Bangi was, but ultimately he was a bit of a choker, had some off games, especially in international majors, and they repeatedly subbed out Blank for Bangi in the biggest games. I think that also hindered Blank's development where he never got to learn to be a clutch player because every single game five he gets subbed out, no matter how bad Bangi played that year. And that's kind of why I compare these players, because I think the biggest difference between Pioshik and Blank and Haru is really just that those two had a Hall of Fame, super reliable, brainy junglers behind them. Great like vision control guys who are just super team players, super low economy. Whereas Pioshik didn't have that person behind him, and I think that's why he gets to be a world champion starter and the other two don't. I think that's the biggest difference between those those players, honestly. Because these three players all kind of show the same things. I mean, Blank became the more passive player as time went on, but originally he was brought in because he had a lot of mechanical skill, which is the same reason that Haru was good when he got to actually play and show off his mechanics. But Pioshik actually managed to win Worlds without being subbed out. Uh, didn't have that kind of same incident happen. And I think the biggest difference is basically just roster construction in this case. I think they're quite similar overall. I realized that Blank did win the LCK and that he did have a little bit more success, but ultimately Blank was repeatedly subbed out throughout his career, had Bangi replace him a couple of times, and then him and Peanut were this weird mismatch in 2017. So I do think that the comparison does hold quite true. Uh, historically, I would put them all probably in a pretty similar category where they are world champions, but there is a little bit of a concern about how they got to be world champions. In the, the case of the other two, they were subbed out and didn't actually get to, you know, achieve it themselves. In the case of Pioshik, he probably would have been subbed out had there been a player on the roster like a Bangi or an Ambition who was more reliable. Doesn't mean that any of these players are bad. I think that they're all very strong players, but sometimes it's just not the kind of person that you need in, in a moment. Um, you know, roster construction's a big deal. Sometimes you need leadership. In the case of Samsung, they needed leadership. In the case of DRX, they had barrels. They didn't really need that leader, but they probably did need somebody who could just make sure that they landed the smites. Now, historically looking at um, a couple of other things here is just the number of uh, Korean... LCK-based junglers who have won an international major. Just to kind of give you historical perspective on what this achievement is, I mean, obviously we have the aforementioned Blank and Haru, who are both world champions. Uh, Blank also was part of an MSI winning team as well in 2017. You have Bengi, the three-time world champion. You have Ambition, who of course won Worlds in 2017 also an o or a OGN or champion and a another time world finalist in 2016 with the same Samsung lineup. You have Dandy, who for my money should have been the finals MVP in 2014, although it's fine that they gave it to Mana. They were clearly the two best players, but was a world champion, was an OGN champion, arguably one of the greatest junglers of all time. Definitely had a very clear understanding of the meta and just was fantastic during his peak of those couple of years between 2013 and 14. 
You have Canyon, World Finals MVP in 2020. I would say probably the greatest jungler of all time at this point. Uh, he has another World Finals loss, and then he has uh, three LCK championships and a league MVP to his name. Uh, Peanut, another MSI champion, never won Worlds, four-time uh, LCK champion, made the World Finals in 2017 and lost to Ambition and Haru, and was the MSA Finals MVP. So there's been quite a few Korean junglers coming from the LCK who have been either a world winner or an MSI winner or part of a team that did end up making that title run, whether or not they were actually involved in the finals themselves. I ultimately think that Pyoshik's legacy lies pretty comparable to somebody like Blank and Haru. I would put him a little bit ahead of some of his contemporaries like Dread. I think that Owner will probably end up being a greater player in the long run, but right now their legacies are probably pretty close. And ultimately, looking at the greatest junglers coming from the LCK, I have Pyoshik somewhere in the 12 to 15 range. I think there's, you know, quite a few junglers who obviously have greater legacies at this point in time. Winning a world championship, all, even in the fashion that it was done, I think he had a great tournament up until that point. I think that it does make a big bump to his legacy. I think he's been a pretty great jungler overall. Never really in contention as the best jungler of his uh, time period, but certainly one of the better performers. And this world really does, you know, bring up his legacy quite a bit. I've got him somewhere, you know, the 12 to 15 range. Obviously, there's quite a few ahead, like Score, Canyon, Peanut, Dandy, several of those players. But, you know, one of the better LCK junglers. I do hope that we see more from Pyoshik in the future and that maybe if he can maintain this form while being a little bit more controlled as far as objectives go. And maybe we could end up seeing a player who goes a little bit further, maybe can crack the top 10 all time when it's all said and done. That's pretty much all that I have for Pyoshik's legacy post-world title. Next episode, we're going to be looking into the present uh, legacy of Zeka, the DRX mid laner. Stay tuned for more. Thanks.